Hi, I'm Jane Stahl, retired high school English teacher and director of community relations at Studio B Fine Art Gallery in Boyertown, Pennsylvania. And this is the Be Inspired podcast. My guest and I hope that in the few minutes you spend with us, you'll be surprised and delighted to meet someone new, become aware of projects going on in your neighborhood, and maybe entertain a new way to look at the world. Look, we all need to keep our spirits up in these challenging times, and I can't think of a better way to lift up our spirits than to meet interesting, passionate folks and learn about what they're doing to make life better for all of us. And so, join me now for the Be Inspired podcast. Hello, Be Inspired podcast. I'm here today with two individuals, kind of new to the area, Maggie Farrell and Jason Hoke. Yes. And we're, I'm here today on remote location <laughs> at Magpie, is Market. it LLC, is it? Yeah, you could say that. You could just call it Magpie or Magpie Market since we're inside Magpie the Market. store. I tell you what, folks, I'm here in the country and walked into this space and it's amazing you have to be here i will put some facebook i will put some photos up on uh studio b's facebook page of what the inside of this room looks like but it's absolutely gorgeous now is this your creation maggie it is a collaboration tell me what we've got going here so this building used to be an old um, milk processing warehouse okay um and then we were just using it for storage when we moved in and then we decided to turn it into a store so jason did all the renovation and then we sort of collaborated on some of the design like the ceiling and floor color and the ceiling is how do you describe that (laughs) So it's um it's just the bamboo bamboo privacy fencing that you get from Home Depot. I mean, there's so much wickerish, baskety <laughs> yeah. kind of um what do you say? Like Unnatural. Nat- that's yeah. Texture. Texture. All kinds yeah. of uh, what? It's like a basket Decorative exploded I- in here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Decorative items. Yeah. I mean, and um well, why don't you start uh, how we came about the okay store okay so you're not from the area we're not from the area. you're from north of here and once upon a time decided and we didn't get into this at all but you decided to leave Pottsville Jason and you decided to leave Scranton so that we met in college so okay that would be 2005 when we both landed in Philadelphia went to college met we graduated from college in 2009. We moved back to my hometown. Okay. So, Wilkesburg, Scranton area. Um, we started our business, our first business, in 2009. In and, Scranton? Yeah. Okay. And then 2013, we moved back to Philly and sort of expanded our business. Okay. And then 2017... <laughs> I know. I hope to never move ever again. Oh, no. Now, <laughs> when you talk about expanded our business, how would you have described it at that point when you were in Philly? <sighs> Decorative items? It was, well, before we got, uh, God, 
God, I don't even know. Like when we, when we started our business, we didn't really imagine it. We thought we were just going to do, um, this is pertaining to the rental side of our business too. Oh, okay. Yeah. I guess I should mention that we also own a furniture <laughs> rental company. Okay. Um, and we'll and get to how the store furniture stuff like this. And, uh, that was just sort of the evolution of the business was, well, to be as unique as possible, we should make our own furniture because no one else will have that. Awesome. So, um, that's where. So rental furniture for events, rental furniture for people who are moving in the area and need mainly, furniture. Mainly weddings. Mainly weddings. Yeah. Weddings okay. and events is like our bread, bread and butter. Okay. And, that would uh, be our main pillar of our business and there are now many pillars to this business (laughs) it's incredible so when we were in Wilkes-Barre we did get a job in Philadelphia early on and that's kind of how we I mean word of mouth is 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 where it's at right so we just kept I think for four years we drove back and forth from Wilkes-Barre to Philly several times a, a week Wow. And then finally we were like, all right, let's go to Philly because that's right. where our market is. So you were in Philly for uh, four years, four something years. like that, and got decided this is too... We are ready to retire from this city. <laughs> <laughs> right, so, I'm, we had a, a 40,000 square foot warehouse in Philly. And to be able to afford a warehouse of that size, you have to be in compromised areas oh, okay <laughs> so you know when we took that leap of moving there we we found a situation where we could live in the place that we worked whether or not it was legal who never who will ever know <laughs> but uh so we we lived in a like a castle pretty much on the top floor and uh that's where that's how it all started in Philly for us. And we but, our business grew a lot at that point, but then it just became very scary. Yeah. Let's it, say it. Yeah, and yeah, like quality yeah. of life yeah. was not great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So So I like the the concept you talked about earlier. You drew a circle within an, an hour. An hour. That was the hope. And ended up here in the hills. Never heard of it before. <laughs> yeah. Cuz we were we were basically like this is as far as we'll go. What can we find where we'll fit? So yep. all of our stuff had to fit. Unfortunately, the house wasn't really like, we were sort of like, oh, there's a house. Great. Okay. Uh-huh. So, so now we have to figure out, can all of our stuff fit here? Okay. And, um, and it did. And I, I do feel, I'm not just saying this, but we feel really lucky that nice. we did. I mean, everything that we sort of envisioned in the sense of, what our life looked like, what the people looked like that we were surrounded by, being yeah. involved in the town, that was a really big deal for us. That's so beautiful yeah. because, Jason, you're now president. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And I'm sure that just kind of landed on you uh, like a cloud. Every day I'm like, yeah, it's funny how that all worked I, its way out. I blame our neighbor, Jake. Jake Lee, I blame him. Very well, <laughs> yes, and I can understand I think this was that. his plan from the beginning. He was I, like, ooh, I know what I'll do with them. But you have a community spirit. I heard you just say that. Talk to me yeah. about how that's important to you. Well, so 
neighbors are always super important to us and that's kind of where it starts like we always have such great neighbors wherever we live and sort of just get really connected with them even in the worst neighborhood in the state yeah and we have really I wouldn't neighbors. I don't want to say worse worst because there's good people there no matter what it's just Dangerous. probably one of the highest crime rate yeah neighborhoods in the, in the, state. the whole <laughs> yeah, in the whole upper east coast Lucky but yeah. <laughs> but we even had great neighbors there yeah, i mean we yeah. had neighbors that took care of us and and you know helped us assimilate to an environment that we weren't familiar with or how to live and how to survive and um so we even had great neighbors there so yeah. it's always been important to us so you've been here for two five years five years already yeah it really does feel like it feels like such a short amount of time but then it feels like forever (laughs) like the friends that we've now made i keep saying like i just and you know a lot of the friends that we finally made are all from here originally some of them left and came back but I feel like we all like went to high school together. Like I just Isn't feel like we've lovely. known each other for. So you feel at home. Yeah, yeah. No, and we're happy to have yeah. you. How's that? Now, <laughs> talk to me a little bit about how people find your little shop here. Um, definitely the power of social media. So okay. we have a pretty decent following from when we left Philadelphia. Okay. Um, and I think just our social media presence has trickled. And, um, you know, we do have a lot of followers that follow us because of our dog content. Like, you don't have to just be getting married to follow our social. Our dogs are (laughs) very amusing at times. Um, You know, my I've always wanted to have a business that it was more than just our rental company. Okay. So I feel like that was always... Like, in my mind when I was, you know, social media could be so... Uh, exhausting but like I try to use it in a in a fun in fun, a fun way, way to have people like be able to get to know who we are and um I think we always we were always searching for another level of um having relationships where you know doing weddings can be so intimate and uh, you know feel so personal but a lot of times they just rent online and we send emails and we show up we give them their stuff and then we leave where the store we've been able to have repeat customers and a little community that you know people return and come in and have a coffee and just sit and talk and i guess we're kind of veering off from the question though so uh, <laughs> that's okay <laughs> well, so definitely social and we have a lot of like our philadelphia i was gonna say people out. people take it people take an afternoon and come and visit you is that what it is yeah and the goal was to make this place like a destination more than just the store is just like okay there is something here but we let people picnic on the property if they want we'll do events once in a while will there be food trucks and other vendors so here yeah we're having this weekend we're having a girl she's uh, one of my best friends that I met through the wedding industry. I've known her for, I think, 10 or 11 years now. But she started, she has three businesses, but she started a vegan ice cream company. Oh, I love that. And it's amazing. She will be here this weekend. You should come get yourself some ice cream. No, so you're having an event this Saturday weekend. and Sunday. No kidding. Yeah. Now, you also said earlier today that you're open on Thursdays. Yes. And what are you doing on Thursdays? So, 
the first and Thursday of every month, I run the Boyertown Farmer's Market. So, opposite of those Thursdays. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, opposite of those Thursdays, I decided this was sort of, everything that I do is very, I say selfish, (laughs) but for everybody. So, I need more time in my life to enjoy my hobbies that don't need to turn into a business. Okay. So I dedicate Thursdays to, I call it crafter hours. Okay. Where it's sort of like a knitting circle, but you're not just knitting. Okay. Where I invite people, bring your craft, bring a project that it's been sitting collecting dust, an excuse to bring it out, hang out with other people, bring a drink, bring food if you want. And we just gather around this table and craft and talk sometimes just talk and don't craft at all and how long have you been holding these craftful that it was it's sort of new probably I guess since we reopened in May so only a few months now but just trying to find different ideas to get people here not necessarily needing to spend money in order to come here but just to be here I just want hang out. I'm trying to create a community. Is sort yes, of what you I'm, are. Yeah, that's really, really lovely. Now, what are some of those hobbies that you <laughs> need to make time to do? Um, I well, I actually have a piece right there that I make. I like to make wall hangings from natural fibers. Okay. Shocking. Um, sometimes I do like bead jewelry that I make again out of natural like bone materials okay um but another girl that comes she does like paper crafts and I have a girl that comes she does embroidery and could be anything all this basketry here you make I collect it I don't make it I wish I could say that I do okay but I am I guess that's kind of how this started a little bit I'm just obsessed with baskets and okay. it, it's, it's funny because people will buy me baskets and be like, Oh, I bought this for your store. And usually it's like, not, I like all baskets, but not all baskets. I'm very specific <laughs> of what I like. So, huh. but there's a, an array of them. I just love a basket. Well, you're the second person, second, maybe third person I know who has a fondness, shall we say, I don't want to say obsession. <laughs> But a fondness for baskets. Um, A woman with whom I taught uh, had a basket. She just made it and had people come together and make baskets together for a number of years. I don't think she's doing that anymore. But I need. I should learn. I should at least try to make a basket at some point in my life. (laughs) I have this feeling that I want to connect you with her. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, because you would probably enjoy one another's company. Well, I'm seeing all the textiles here. Also, Mm -hmm. where do they come from? A lot of so a lot of the stuff it, it's now a mix, but a lot of it's found. So we go to the flea markets and no kidding antique stores, and again, that's how the store was created. But then once the store became a real store, um, yes. I do have wholesalers that okay. I carry in the store, and they're kind of from all over the United States, and some of them source things from places like Morocco and. Um, you know, turkey, things like that. And then others are just stuff that we find along the way. And I don't know who made it or, you know, Whatever. the exact story, but we just put it in here because we really like it. So, well, it's just a really lovely space. And I can see where people would come and just have a good time kind of <laughs> hanging out. 
I always encourage. I'm like, just come. We always have coffee, and there's a little lounge back there. So I'm always like, just come hang out if you want. You don't even have to buy anything. You're building. I'm a terrible salesperson. You're building a community. <laughs> yeah. That's what I really am impressed with. Now, Jason, tell me a little bit more about what you do. Uh, we what what is my <laughs> title here? Uh, director of operations and something like that. But uh, I'm the delivery driver. I'm the truck loader i'm the furniture maker i'm the carpenter and plumber and electrician and pretty much groundskeeper groundskeeper <laughs> how many weddings do you actually outfit let's say during a month during month we oh god oh that's a that's a awfully a short time so yeah and our season is really like april through October? december december December. Yeah. Okay. I wish it was October. <laughs> um, God, I don't even know what the number is anymore. It's changed so much over the years. Yeah, I mean, it, we sometimes we used to do ten a weekend. Get out. And some now it's we scaled it back a little bit. That was when we were much younger and more energetic. Much younger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've been doing this since what twenty three. Yeah, we were twenty three. So it, you know. Then the decisions we made then were very of a twenty three year old, and now it's getting closer to a forty year old. And, <laughs> yeah. you know. and now there's different pillars to the business. So, yeah. and so and so here you are, um, working and living together twenty four seven. How does that work? It actually works. I'm yeah. not just saying this for podcast sake, but I always say that the we fight more at work than we do as like a married couple i always tell jason he would have been fired by now if he was an employee but i'm just kidding (laughs) we always have the same no matter what we have the same goal and that is building a community yeah yeah and i mean we we are very similar in the way we see what we want out of all of this so no matter what i mean we disagree on you know what something looks like or where like he wanted to put a painting on that shelf and i didn't want it there so (laughs) So these are the big arguments that we're talking about yeah we don't really there's not we yeah we do have no time to really i love it argue i love it i've I've grown up a lot over these past years i love it now let's switch gears just a little bit and talk about building a better Boyer Town, which includes, of course, the evening market yeah. and projects and events going on there. Your thoughts? Um, when <laughs> when I when I first started on building better Boyer Town, which is close to five years ago now. Yeah, I guess it was probably a year after we were here. So like four years ago. I took that first year or so and really just tried to absorb the way things ran sure. and the thing the way things happened that's the and, smart way yeah you know who and, these people were yeah how to, how their personalities work together and just sort of observe from afar more or less and uh i felt it lacked some excitement and some personality and no and, no i know <laughs> and I, I just wanted, I felt like we could energize it. Awesome. Put some, you know. Youth. Youth. Yeah, I guess yeah. you could say yeah. that. Yeah. But yeah. 
So and energy. And energy. I mean, a lot of people there getting up there. I th- I, th- I just it just had some. It was a little stagnant. Yeah. And I think, you know. I started to open my mouth a little bit more and, mm-hmm. hey, what if, what if we did things like this instead of like this, that you've been doing it for right. so many years? And, right, right. And I think once someone had had a different, looked at it from a different angle, maybe people, you know. And let me tell that. you also, I mean, I think also pe- many people come in with lots of great ideas, but maybe not the energy. Yeah. Maybe not the skills, the willingness, the time, the... I think patience has okay. a lot to do with it, too. Because, you know, even the short time that I've been there, I think people have come and gone already that didn't want to... Just didn't have the patience to let see what happened, let it unfold, and, and you know... Good point. Yeah. yeah. And then we started to meet a lot of people our age who wanted to be involved too so we were like this is great and you know I think that's awesome. a lot of people responded really well to that because like you know that's how it should be we should be continuously you know trying to get new people yeah and younger people because who's Absolutely. gonna take it when exactly. it's time exactly and- exactly and, uh, yeah it's like getting this our generation to take ownership right of their town yes not yeah. just let it just complain and you know and, but not do anything about it. Exactly. And uh, do you find that a big challenge? Not really. Uh, I think people are looking. Yeah. For ways to. I do. I, I'm. I don't want to say I'm surprised at how many people have come out now to. Fantastic. But I think the. The group that we have right now is tremendous. That's like, awesome everybody plays a role everybody has a spot everyone feels like they can say what they want to say without you know yeah and everybody's there for the same purpose so which is nice we're really just there to make the town a better place i mean it's great i mean the town has so much potential yeah so well i'm excited because you're a little younger than i am (laughs) (laughs) And have energy and spirit, community spirit, ideas, and lots of, lots of personality. So. Yeah, we're, I mean, I, so our store essentially was built out of the pandemic, like a lot of things are. Okay. So I always wanted a store, but it just was never right place, right time. Yeah. You know. In, in Philadelphia, we were far too busy. I wasn't going to rent a storefront downtown. We couldn't have afforded that. Didn't make sense. Um, but during the pandemic, when our rental business closed down, I was doing Instagram flea markets and just selling because we have collected so much stuff over the years. So, And it was sort of, sort of curated in a sense because we, of course, only buy what we like. So once that started to take off, that's when we were like, oh, we should use this empty space and open a store in the middle of a pandemic when nobody is when going nobody's anywhere, going to anywhere. stores. Yeah. Yes, yeah, a very weird time. But we were doing it um, like you, you schedule an appointment, you come by yourself right. or with a friend. Yep. And, um, but I just always wanted, you know, a space where I can make more of a community than I was able to do with a rental business, where it's really just one-time customers. Yes. And, you know, I like meeting new people and 
developing yeah. friendships. I mean, that's how... I, if we never had the store, we would have never made any friends. I mean, it would have been difficult to make friends in, in this town. And we had neighbors that lived up the street, and they were they were older. They were... Which we always make older friends, but they were definitely old enough to be our parents. Gotcha. But they were like our COVID buddies, and we loved them. But they moved to Florida, Did so they, they abandoned us. Oh no! <laughs> so now you're busy so, making all sorts. Well, of then makeup. we were like, oh, should we stay here? Like we have no friends here. And then it was like slowly but surely the store Patience. like blossomed. Patience. Yeah, which I don't have. I'm awesome. getting better. Um, and it's just like. It was like right place, right time, and it just all started sort of clicking, and it was, you know, I think well, we're I'll meant to be what, here. This is an impressive space, Thanks. and I encourage all my listeners to come see, to connect with Jason and Jason Maggie, and uh, come see their store. And social media has worked for you yeah. in terms of, I mean, people plug in wedding, rental, something, and they find you? Yeah, I guess at this point, I don't even know how they find us. I mean, is, we've been around a pretty long time in the wedding Incredible. industry. Incredible. Yeah. So. And we always had sales within our wedding rental business. Like, we would sell furniture at the end of the year. So it was, you know. We dabbled in it. We were able to reach more than just wedding clientele because people were like, oh, Magpie's selling some of their furniture. Let's, you know. So That's there was awesome. a little bit of, it was there. We just weren't really tapping into it. Yeah. So you've got about five businesses going on at the same There's so time. Many. Is that about right? That's about right. It feels like that. Thank you so much for joining us on the Be Inspired podcast today. And my audience, again, I encourage you to come visit Maggie and Jason. And um, the evening market is tonight. It'll be next Thursday. Next Thursday. Crafters night is tonight. Sounds good. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thanks, Jane. Thank you for downloading this episode of the Be Inspired podcast. If you enjoyed the Be Inspired podcast, please subscribe to be notified of new episodes. This podcast can be found on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Anchor, Spotify, or wherever it is you listen to podcasts. And we welcome you to suggest people, projects, and perceptions that inspire you, what the world needs now is inspiration. Contact me, Jane Stahl, at studiobbb.org or stop by Studio B. More information can be found in the episode notes. We are eager to meet you and learn what it is you love. This is the end of today's episode, and I hope you find your way today to be inspired.